And as the intro fades out, welcome everyone back to another episode of the My Opinion Doesn't Matter podcast. I have a special guest with me here. First time, first time guest. Uh, I'm uh, my good buddy Ryan and his high singer, right? That's how you pronounce your last I hope yeah, I yeah. hope we didn't box that. I forgot <laughs> to ask right. before the show started like a good host normally <laughs> would. Um, uh, how you doing today, man? How's I'm doing. I'm doing good. Thanks for having me on the show. It's been a while since we since we've seen each other. Like like last time I last time I saw him, I we're gonna, we're gonna throw a photo on the green screen. But uh, uh he had hair all all all, uh-huh. all the way down to past his chest. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was I was very jealous of his hair at the time. At the time, I was growing my hair out when I first met you, and seeing that just kept me like, all right, yeah, I'm growing. I'm <laughs> I'm growing the hair out now, and I did for a little bit, but I I I still never quite got it. Uh, quite as long as yours but um um that's good to see you man it's been yeah, it's it, good to see we, you too. We, we were talking about it before it's been almost a year since you've actually you know hung out talked with each other we've talked over the phone or, or, or i'm uh i'm over text throughout the year right, but right. covid made made shit a little bit difficult and then the gym closed down yeah and all that shit um for a little background i met you i'm um, at grit we talked about grit the gym that i go to a few times on the show um i'm a um uh, uh he was uh uh someone who i definitely credit for my diet changing i talked a little bit in the one one of the episodes that I've recorded about my diet and okay. and 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 um uh, how um how I went from eating pretty much whatever I wanted to to being a strict I eat the exact same thing every single day for a few weeks. This is the guy that convinced me to be that crazy. <laughs> and he <laughs> so stuck I gotta, to it. I, yeah, I, you know, I did stick I to it. I respect it. There was there was some hard shit you made me eat, man. Like well, the probably the and, and and for some people you're gonna be like, really? That was the hardest one. One of the hardest things was that almond milk and chia seed pudding. Oh yeah. I don't know. Like <laughs> some of y'all might like that. I, for whatever reason, I, I didn't matter how much stevia I put in that. It just didn't taste right. That there the was texture. Some, it was the, it was all the texture. Yeah. It was it was almost like fish eggs. <laughs> in like a really thick sauce <laughs> it was yep. it was very very <laughs> odd but i i give you all the credit for being able to stomach stuff like that but um i'm um uh what what i want to go into a little bit today is one thing that both of you um i'm uh, uh have in common besides besides the fact they both have very nice looking hair right. is 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 music uh, um, yeah. um um uh, i didn't even know this when i first met you but um 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 uh you you introduced me to your uh, uh, your Spotify page, and you've actually got some pretty decent skills as a rapper, my guy. I'm not, I'm, I, I'm not gonna lie, and not to mention you in the you in the producing room. Your beats are also really, really excellent. But so, so just kind of, you know, I I love for you just to kind of go into a little bit about how why you started to rap, what made you go. This is something that I feel like I can do on less of a singing to myself in the car type of thing. When did you feel like you wanted to make the move to actually put out your own music? Uh, you know, so my dad, he taught me guitar when I was like 14 years old. He taught me drums even before then. I was like 10 or 11 when he taught me drums. So it was just, music was always like a part of my life because it was a part of my dad's life. Sure. And, um, it never made it past, you know, just playing guitar, you know, jamming together. And that was about it. My dad, he would do guitar, drums, keyboard, he'd sing. I mean, he did everything. And eventually I was like, well, maybe I should start like mixing my own stuff together. So I bought some recording software with a buddy. And um, we just started jamming, no vocals at all. And then it got to the point where, you know, he kind of phased out. So I was left with all the equipment, which was pretty cool. And then uh, I just, yeah, I know. I was like, all right, cool. I bought him out, you know, like Aaron, if you're listening, you know, I, I hope we're still good, man. Because I, I bought him out. I gave him, you know, anyway. Yeah. Moving forward. So then I got to the point where I was like, you know, like, I don't feel like I'm truly expressing like, what I feel inside, you know, okay. music can only say so much, you know, and, um, you and thought you could do a little bit more. Yeah. So I tried singing. and I was like, man, I suck at singing. This is not good. <laughs> Just don't like my voice, you know? And then I um, totally understand. <laughs> I, I totally get it. And I was like, well, you know, so anyway, I have my own, like, uh, everyone's got their, you know, demons they deal with. And, um, I just feel, I just really resonated with like minor key, like dark, heavy instrumental, music and like that type of music was always hip-hop uh rock um like you know heavy screamo and um i was like it just resonated with me so i was like well talking about all that so then (laughs) what actually got me to like do rapping was um the first song i wrote like with vocals was actually for my wife okay and it was uh it was actually like my vows to her okay interesting so what i did was i'm sitting there and i you know i downloaded melodyne because i could not hit the right pitch and keep the note so i downloaded melodyne to um hit the chorus 
so I just sang the course, but my vows, I just spoke them. And I made sure, like, they rhymed, they had a nice rhythm to yeah. them. But uh, it was the first time, like, I talked and then sang. And I was like, you know what? There might be something to, like, just this whole talking thing. Maybe I can do thing. something else. What, what yeah. is it called the next step in that? I don't. That's I, exactly <laughs> what it was. So I took the next step, and it turned into rap. And I was so I did that. My first song that I actually did was called Rise of, Champ- Rise of the Champion. And, um, yeah, I've heard that one. That was uh, on my first album, Paradigm Shift. And, um, you know, like, I just released it because it's like, hey, you know, like, this is this is where I was at. You yeah. know, I wasn't really afraid of the people going, oh, that's not that great. You know, you need to improve, you know. like it, You I weren't think it's, doing it to impress anybody. You were doing no. it simply because it felt good to you. Felt good. Actually, my buddy, he listened to the first, like, 10 or 11 songs that I'd made. And he's like, you need to release these. Like, I think these might resonate with people. And he's the reason that I... Uh, even put it on Spotify. Okay, very well. Shout out to him, of course. Yeah, his name's Nick. So really close friend. Awesome, yeah, very nice. Um, 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 you mentioned earlier how you like some of the darker tones and some of the darker instrumentals, and Scream Up was something you mentioned. And one of your most recent songs, um, um, uh, Geronimo had at, w- that. That was the first song I had heard where where there actually was some elements of Scream Up a little bit. Um. I, I, I personally don't listen to a lot of screamo and I don't necessarily understand like the difference between just screaming and screamo singing there's you know, yeah I understand that there mm-hmm. is a difference and there's certain things that you do yeah do you what exactly is that what exactly like help a guy who really doesn't know anything about screamo understand the difference between yelling and screamo music you know like what, what what's what's the biggest difference um musically? Yeah, like, 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 an, like, what's to stop anybody from walking into a booth and just yelling into a microphone? What's, oh, what like makes the difference? What's the difference between actual. a screamo artist and someone who can just walk into a booth and scream? Okay, so you you walk into a booth and scream, give it two minutes, and your throat's gonna be hurting you. Trust me, I've tried all that. Okay. So I actually had to look up like these techniques on how to do it. And what's funny is I got to the point where I was actually doing a song, and that song was called "This Is." Uh, that's a, also on my first album, Paradigm Shift. That was the first time I was like, I need to put some like intense emotion in this song. And musically, I don't think I was up to par to really match that. So I was like, I need to go up and above with my you know, vocals somehow. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I think I want to learn how to scream. So I tried, and I was like, man, this sucks. So <laughs> I spent, like, it literally took me like three months to learn how to do this and I'm, I wasn't even good at it then but I was, it was enough where you threw enough reverb on it and a uh, chorus and it like kind of sounded like He's a like, good okay, scream I was is, like alright cool possible. but yeah there's this whole technique I had to learn it just for this one song and after that I was like oh my goodness I love how this sounds together I was like it just it, it's such an intense like emotion I think like people know like okay when you whisper it's real like there's tension or there's suspense or you're just kind of interested when someone's talking or I don't know like the the emotional component to screaming, like, it was what I needed to express what yeah. I was feeling. So that's why I went that route. Okay. Um, 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 also going back to Geronimo, um, I believe it was your sister who was the was the accompaniment or who was oh, the no, female that, voice? That's my wife. Your wife? Yeah. Okay, okay. I, 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 yeah, the same. Last oh, thing. I, was, I, I wasn't even sure that if you were married, so I get what you, you confirmed that earlier. So, yeah. okay. So, did you, so, um, um, uh, does your wife make music on the side too? Or, or, or did you just know that she could sing yeah. and you wouldn't just jump on with me? So, um, first album, there's a song called uh, The Game. So I, I was like, I needed this like innocent, pure kind of sound to a vocal. Okay. And I just couldn't hit it. I'm not hitting these notes, you know? <laughs> and my wife, she was in a choir her whole like high school time. So, so she actually has a little bit, okay. Yeah, she, dude, she's got such a good voice. It's like, it's perfect. I think it just, it balances the heaviness and intensity of what i bring and then she just has this delicate pure like innocence and it just i love how it fits in there so yeah so i asked her I was like hey can you sing this because i think it's it needs this balance it's too ryan you know heavy yeah and, okay uh, so i had her sing it with me and i just felt like it fit perfect i like that okay yeah. um 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 you know just going a little bit off of uh you know off of some of the stuff some of the stuff you've already done you talked a little bit about how you know you got started you got started into rap um what what have you felt like from from your first album to your most you know recently released singles that i'm i'm, I'm uh, first you want to release one full album right or release more more than i that? have the album two done you have album two done but it has okay always well, been done yeah fair enough. okay okay <laughs> there well there we go guys if you're if you're interested album two coming out at some point for what um, it's, uh, for what it's worth i'm i'm on the fence of like releasing a song really yeah it's uh what's keep what's keeping you on the fence is it, it, it is it's it the content dark, of the song? It's dark, man. 
Okay. Um, you know, so like I wrote all my songs. My first album, you you know, if you kind of zoom out, you might get this feeling of okay, he's learning how to do music. But if we look past that, it, I think you see this guy that's like looking for understanding, and he just has like this um, mindset that he just maybe wants to help offer to people or something. So the album title's Paradigm Shift. So I try to weave a similar message in every song. So if you go through the album, it actually has this like motif throughout each song. And I think that's really cool. I think a lot of artists today, like they create a song and then they just like, okay, well, what else, what else is catchy? And then the album is like, it has all these voices and perspectives and it's not this unified thing. So I, that's how I went about it with my album. So then the second one, I was like, okay, let's take this a step further, get a little bit better with my music, my you know performance, yada, yada. And, um, that one has this kind of angry tone to it. Okay. And that's what I've noticed. It's very angry, and it's, you know, those stages of dealing with things. And I, I just feel like this captures that anger that I'm dealing with and needed to express. Anyway, this song, it's it's the deepest of the darkest. Okay. And it, it's crazy because, you know, you got to experience the good to appreciate, or you got to experience the bad to appreciate the good, right? Yeah. So I went into this song, it's an eight-minute song, and I took you to, like, the deepest, darkest valleys of, like, awful. And it ends on this, like, let's fucking grab life by yeah. the balls and do it type of feeling. But I'm just afraid that I'm going to release this song and friends and family are going to be <laughs> checking on me and making sure I'm doing okay. I, I am, uh, but... I felt, I felt that way when I, um, um, uh, when, when I, whenever I'm making, whether it be a film project that's, that, that's in the horror realm. Like, mm-hmm. you know, there's... What, 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 one feature film that I, I tried to make that did not wind up working out. I had a scene in it that was pretty intense. It was it was it was the death scene of the um it, it was kind of the creation scene of the main uh, supernatural villain uh, of okay. who, who in present day at that point she had she, she had become a vengeful spirit. But but in the movie it shows the scene where she died and it's a very intense and potentially triggering type of scene mm-hmm. um, 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 you know and and um, uh, I felt the same way with that too like you know how was how was how was some of my friends gonna see like what are they gonna think goes on in my head when they see this yeah. so I, I I understand how how um, uh, um, you know sometimes you're almost like you want to showcase your art you want to showcase your ideas but sometimes you're like am I, am I scaring myself a little bit with this oh. one like you know, like like the and um, um, uh, I think the one the, the the one thing that I've learned um, when it comes to that is uh, kind of like what you said when you released your first album. At the end of the day, it's yours. At, and mm-hmm. at the end of the day, it's uh, um, uh, whatever anyone wants to, whatever opinions anybody has, whatever whether it's good or bad, you know, you know, take it with what it is. But at the end of the day, it doesn't change it to now it's theirs. Yeah. You know, at the end of the day, it's still your art. It's still your creation. It's still you know, and and um uh um. You know, I'm not trying to force your hand to like release a song today, but um, um, uh, I do, I do think that that um, um, there is a sense of beauty in the darkness that we face, and there is this, and and um, like you had mentioned in the, the song, it's kind of about all right, well now let's grab the grab by the balls, and let's keep it going, yeah. and um, um, I think that there are so many dark situations that then turn into it, t- t- turn into that type of feeling, that I think it will be really impactful, and I think people like if you know, should when it comes to like sugarcoating things and you know you know i think you know it's it's that to me is less so helping people or less so i guess saving their innocence and more so shielding them from reality you know what i mean yeah. like you know yeah. I, i'm um um like i haven't listened to the song i'm not sure exactly what the themes delve into but if you got someone else that's out there that's also dealing with some of those same specific things or maybe not exactly the same but situations that that are definitely similar it's it can also be a way for them to go oh so there's someone else there who gets it you know like like yeah. even if it's not necessarily a happy ending to the song there's a guy that I'm sure you've heard of my one of my, my, my favorite artist uh, um, um, uh, his name is NF I knew you were gonna and say I, and I'm, NF. I'm assuming most people yeah. are here by now most people know who he is I found this guy when I was a senior in high school where nobody knew who this guy was and good fucking god um, I'm a, I'm a, a shout out if you have to listen to this Tommy Prophet who produces all of his music. I know the guy. He's a really cool fucking guy, and he's killer. He makes all of his fucking beats. Oh, man. Tommy Prophet's a fucking man. He still, like, will, like, answer me in his comments on his Facebook page sometimes. I, I met him when I was in sixth grade. Um, I'm like, he was, um, I'm a, our church used to host retreats. 
that would like a bunch of churches would get together in like a different area and for winter's end retreat it was obviously in the middle of winter um or the end of winter in january he was the main uh gospel artist so 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 every for like the whole weekend he he did the morning the evening service for all three days and so i actually got a chance to meet him he then came um, to a different event that uh, a few years later, I got to meet with him again. Super great guy, and I he's the reason how I found NF in the first place. So just oh, real quick, so cool. shout out Tommy Prophet, you're <laughs> awesome. Um, 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 uh, but NF has a song um, uh, called uh, "Why Would You Leave Us?" And I know and if you know NF, you know you know the song. It's talking about his mother, and there's no happy ending to the end of that song. That song is destroying from beginning until end we mm-hmm. talk about losing his mother and the pain that his mother went through with drugs and just kind of you know wondering why you know like all the, like 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 the, the huge question that most people have whenever they lose someone is why mm-hmm. and you know the end of the song is him just literally sobbing into the microphone i've seen him perform this song live and he breaks down on stage every time he performs it like wow. like and, and and it's something where like you know for me, you know, I I lost my mother a few um, 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 uh, a few years back. I don't know if I've told the story on the podcast. I may have to look back and figure out if I did, so don't tell it again because it's not a very fun story. But um, 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 uh, just in short, if I did tell it, um, 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 uh, my mom dealt with a lot of demons that were very similar to what she had dealt with. And so um, kind of just hearing it, and even though it wasn't like, yeah, it's yeah. My mom passed away, but I'm okay now. No, it's still like no. I'm still devastated. In my mind, I saw hey, there, there's someone else who gets it though. Someone yeah. else whose mother went through a very similar situation as mine, and you know he's feeling exactly how I'm feeling, and it, and it gave me a little bit of a kind of a. It, it, it in a way it relieved a little bit of my anxiety because you didn't feel like you were alone with. You know, yeah. so I think it's something that you know, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, even if the song doesn't necessarily end in a happy note or has zero happy notes throughout the song, whether it be a song, film, or whatever, I think it adds so much extra value because there are a lot of people who may have a lot of happy things going on with them, and they hear the song and they go, "Okay, I'm not, I'm not alone in that." You know, yeah, you know, whatever the topic might be. When I think, like, you know, I'm thankful that I found how I can express what I feel. I think there's so many people that don't, they haven't found what, like, what their expression is. And I believe everyone has that. Sure. So, you know, like, for me, let's say, yeah, I do write this really dark song and someone else is going through it and they haven't found out a way to express themselves or how they're feeling. Just hearing that song, I think that is an outlet in some form for them. Yeah. Like, it, it allows them to let go of some of what they're Absolutely. dealing with. So Absolutely. I think that's, you know, so like. That's it's actually there. yeah. So yeah, it's other yeah. It's there. Yeah, it's <laughs> it's it, and, and it's so true. It's uh, yeah. like uh, I'm on. I've written songs that I've never recorded just because it felt good to write it. Yeah, you know, like like and it's it's uh, um you know I've had ideas for films that I never fully went through, but just going through the idea and planning and planning certain things out got me through something. Like yeah. you know, I used it as a distraction. I used it as a way to cope. You know, and um um, um uh, obviously there are healthy and unhealthy ways to cope with different things. But um, um, I think art is such a, um, it can be so full of expression and so full of emotion that no one else has to understand. You know, right. they, you know, like you know, there's 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 no one that you need to impress. There's no one that that you know, it's it's, um, it's something that is so personal and something that is so just um, um, uh, and I think for the most part widely accepted by a lot of people that art. Art is a way, you know, is a therapy. Like we said, it's a therapy. It's a, it's a, it's, it's a form of just sometimes it's just letting just the the bullshit out. And you For know, sure. whether it's painting, whether it's anything, it's you know, um, 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 uh, you know, you don't owe anybody anything. But when it comes to your art, it's I'm trying to think of the right words to uh, uh to explain it. But it's but um 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 uh um. Let me let me say it a different way. People come and go from your life. People move on. People you know you know enter and sometimes as fast as they leave. But art is always there. You know, and and that's how I felt about music my whole life. Is is you know I may not be Eminem here. Like I'm not. I'm never gonna claim I'm um I'm anyone like that. But I love fucking doing it. You know, mm-hmm. and and I understand that you know you know I'm I I'm I'm as indie as it gets. But it's it's 
None of that really particularly matters to me. And and every time you get asked, oh, you're a rapper? Oh, well, you know, it's always questions about your career. It's always the first question. Like, you know, 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 I'm sure you've gotten very similar questions as I have where it's like, oh, well, what platforms are you on? Oh, well, are are you making money? Oh, you know, um, are you signed by anybody? You know, like, you know, do you have this? Like, it's like, like, it's all questions about how are you progressing this into a money making career and less of a, well, why are you doing it? Like, what makes you rap? What makes you, you know, are you even wanting it to be? Is it just a hobby? Is it just, you know, and, and, um, uh, I think, I, I think that, um, um, you know, I, you know, kind of go back to what I was saying before people, um, people, people may come and go and people may move on. But you never have to, you know, impress your art. You own, like you you have nobody and nothing to prove when right. when you're in your own elements creating whatever it is that you feel passionate about. And that's what I love about it so much. And then, and that's what keeps bringing me back to it. That's why I have this podcast. Mm-hmm. You know, it's 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 an expression that I know will be with me from now until the end of time. My creativity is never going to be fully gone. You know, you're going to have points. Where you know you have you know I guess we call writer's block or artist block whatever, but um, it's always going to be there just waiting for you to move the paintbrush or move the pen, and that's what I think is so you know is so amazing about it. You know, it's always got your back. Right. No, I agree. Um, it's it's cool. It's like a it's like a snapshot. You know, I, I can uh, I can look back and it's it's like a photograph. You know, a photograph tells you like oh I remember that time like. But you never look at a photograph and just go, "Hey, that's a picture of me." You know, there's you always attach like this. Oh, I remember what happened that day, or you know, there's always this emotional like attachment to that photo. And for me, music is like that. I can make this song, and I can go back and be like, "I you know wrote it a year or two ago," and just go, "Yeah, okay, well, um, it's it's cool that I can like listen to this song and be like, man, I I did deal with that, and I you know here I am." It's just cool how it like it always just gives yeah. you goosebumps. One hundred percent. I I'm a um. I posted about it on my Instagram a few months ago when I found my old rap notebook. And, oh, nice. and when I say old, I mean, it was made in 2013, 2014. Let me tell you, that was a, <laughs> that, 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 um, uh, some, some of the, some of the songs have a few lines where you're like, okay, all right, there's a little bit of potential. And then there's some of them where you're, where you're like, what the, who hurt me? Like, what the hell happened? What what happened? Like I didn't even remember what what the issue was. Like oh. like 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 now. But I I'm reading this song going trying to remember what made me feel that way. Like I don't remember that. And just and, and just looking at like how back then that probably felt like the biggest problem in the world. And I was right. never gonna get through it. It was never gonna end. Yeah. And I wrote it in the song. And years later, I can go back. I don't even remember what the issue was <laughs> anymore. And I just found that very very fascinating. You know, just uh, um um uh, um you know, despite the fact that most of them were shit. Uh, <laughs> um, I'm, uh, it was it was cool to look back and just kind of tr- try try and pinpoint what memories kind of match up with each song. Yeah. Um, I'm, uh, I remember w- one of the first I think it was the first song I ever recorded. I was um, um, uh, I-, I was dating my my f- second girlfriend at the time. I think it, it, it was I-, I was a junior in high school. We started dating early February. So what does that mean coming up? Fucking Valentine's Day. So I decided because I'm, you know, a fucking sap in, in uh, as a junior in high school that I'm going to record a whole song for, for a girl that I just started dating two weeks before. <laughs> Gr- great idea. 100%. Go big or go home, right? Get the, uh, I'm, um, I'm, um, uh, I had a buddy of mine who still produces now. Shout out, I'm a uh, uh, Riley Parent. You're awesome. Um, um, uh, he still makes music now, mostly EDM, but I got him to make a remix version of uh, of a song all of me by john legend and it just keep the chorus and the bridge parts oh, nice. and it cut out the uh the verses and i would rap in you know in, in, be- in between it recorded in some you know rinky microphone in his room no studio <laughs> stuff just just like i had no clue what i was doing you know just just to put it all together and it did it was it was not a good song it, it, was, it was it was not a good song but she fucking or at least told me she loved it you know, and we just like because it was just something that like wasn't normally a thing that you would you you would give you would give someone, right. but but it was it was um um uh I remember just by just by doing that it was um uh I I, I can't even exp- it's hard to even really explain but just uh, um um uh I was able to say things on that song that I never had been able to say to her face yeah like it like or 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 or, or, or even over text. You know, it was it was just an easier outlet for me to just kind of let the shit out 
and let whatever feelings I had for her um, I'm, I'm, uh, at the time, uh, whatever feelings you you can have in two weeks. That's <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's yeah. what I laid out there, you know. Um, 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 uh, and it, it was, um, um, I remember just being extremely freeing. And then I started recording a couple more songs, made a couple other really bad ones. Uh, <laughs> there's not ma- my songs didn't start getting good until like l- like a year ago, a year or two ago. Um, um, uh, I I had um, I'll go into it a little bit later about um, about um, uh, when I stopped rapping for a couple of years and why because there's a story that goes with it. But um, um, I want I want I, I want to ask you first. Uh, you said that you had a second album kind of coming. You're not really sure when when you might or if you might drop that. What do you have any um uh, when it comes to just music in general? That doesn't necessarily have to be rapping where do you see yourself taking music the further down the road you go? Do you see yourself um, continuing to progress with rap? Do you see yourself trying out other genres? Like, you know, you, know, you dab a little bit with Screamo. Do, what, where else do you see kind of your path with music going? Um, I mean, like I said, it's more of an outlet for me. And, uh, you know, if something comes from it, you know, like I... I see the little reports on my Spotify, my iTunes and stuff, and, it, you know, people are listening. It makes me feel good. But like you were saying, you know, at the end of the day, like, it needed to come out of me oh, yeah. either way. So and, I, someone, and I don't mean in, no, no, no. In, in terms of career. I mean just, like, what other maybe, like, you know what, I've never tried, I, I, I've never tried this. Maybe this is something that I could maybe someday you know, divulge into, you know, like, like you said, with Scream Out, how Scream was like, maybe that could be cool. And then you took a few months and then it finally got to the point where you're able to actually put it into music. You know, that, I mean, that's more along the lines of well, what I was referring okay. to. So if, if we could just do what I wanted for music. Right. Yeah. Um, I need to find someone to work with. Cause like, I want to focus on lyrics okay. and, um, Everything you hear when you listen to one of my songs, you know, I composed it. I worked all the instruments. Um, you know, I wrote all the lyrics. I mixed. I mastered. Every live instrument, like, I'm playing, it's all me. And, like, that's cool that I can say that. But I spend so much time doing other things that I'm, like, okay at. And I'd really like to hone the art of my vocals. Yeah. So I'd love to get, you know, faster and more articulate with, uh, you know, rapping I'd really like to start working on a singing voice, figure out where the heck that's going to be. But um, and then, you know, just fine tuning the screen. But I really like the genre to me. Like, it's always something that I've come back to. I've always like resonated. Jack Maltray is a master of none. T- 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 that's, feel yeah. Like and that. I just yeah. Well, I just want to do vocals. So, like, if I had someone like uh, just to send some beats or, you know, a band to work with or even just someone to bounce some ideas yeah. off. Because I don't know, multi- multiple ideas are always better than just one person's. It's cool. That, it's cool that I can say. Everything in this album is 100% me. Um, you know, like keeps costs down. I guess I don't have anybody <laughs> That's to true. pay. That's very true. That's um, I'm, uh, I've definitely benefited from that when it comes to this podcast. I've done. I've I, I bought yeah, so all you, the equipment. Yeah, I've done everything. I've, I planned everything. I basically just like texted the co-host or anybody else updates. This is what's happening now. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's it, it's a um 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 um. It can be. It's it's. It's better in certain aspects. I don't have to count on anyone. Like, I really hope they're getting this done. I really hope this is right. getting done. You don't have to con- Like, you have to just be on yourself. Am I getting this done? Am I going to get this done? Um, um, uh, sometimes that can be great. But like you said, there isn't as much collaboration. Mm-hmm. There isn't as much, you know, like, it'd be great to just have, like, a whole team of people. Like, oh, one man. guy's got, one guy's here on lights. One guy's hoping it was, you know, I'm making sure the camera doesn't turn off in the middle of shooting, which, yeah. help, thank God, hasn't happened in terms of recording so far, um, 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 uh, um, with, with all the episodes we've already done, but, um, um, just, just little stuff like that would absolutely be awesome. Just to have a little yeah. bit of a less of a, you know, I have to do everything, you know, mm-hmm. like there's some, there's some awesome good things that come with that. But then, you know, like I said, there's also like kind of that, like a little bit more of a responsibility aspect, a little bit more of a pressure aspect. Like I have to get everything. And like you said, you kind of become, you know, the master of none. You know, yeah. you're, you're pretty good Technology. at a lot of things, but you're not really, really, really good at one thing because mm-hmm. you've just done a little bit of everything. You never had that time to focus on your one actual passion. Well, and it's it's a bottleneck. I mean, I got so many ideas that I want to do lyrically floating around in my head. I got, you know, my notebooks filling up. And I, I don't have a canvas to put it on, you know, that canvas being the music. So it's like, it slows down what I want to do because I, I can't just like, okay, cool. Thanks. You know, if I could talk to somebody and say, Hey, 
uh, this is kind of what I'm feeling is the vibe I want. Here's a tempo, blah, blah, blah. Maybe some instruments like this. Have them put that together within a day. Okay, cool. Now I can just get all of my lyrics out, yeah. all these vocals that I want to do. And instead, they just pile up. And then I'm afraid. You know, like we're talking, it's a year's worth of like all these things that I need to get out. And they're just building up. So then let's say we get to the point where, okay, I make this song. Well, I'm not feeling like that anymore. So, yeah, I've done that. So I've then you that come before. back and you're like, all right, I mean, this is some some good stuff. I got some good rhymes, some good lines here. I just don't feel like this. Yeah. So then you write, then, you know, I try to record these lyrics and they they just feel empty and fake because like that emotion that I want is gone. I've already worked through it. So I want to capture it as fast as possible. And like, so where I, I see I've, myself, I'd like to work with some people. Yeah. Um, yeah. I've, I've, I've heard of a couple of artists who have, um, uh, I'll go back to NF again. He, he, he has talked about how when, whenever he wasn't feeling depressed, he almost felt guilty because all of his music, well, I'm saying all of his music, but a lot of his music is him with dealing with his own mental health and his own mental issues. And when he's not in a bad place, it like, 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 you know, you have fans that will be like, oh, well, we want, we, we want a happier NF. And then, and then he, sh- and then he shows a happier NF. And I was like, oh, well, we want the sad NF because yeah. he, he, he hits harder, you know, like, you know, he makes you feel more. And it's a, and, and it's a constant battle that, you know, you know, you know, uh, um, uh, he's talked about in songs before, just like, you know, I don't necessarily know what you want from me. I have to let, I, I have to let that go. If I don't, I'm just going to drive myself crazy. Right. You know, it's, it, but, but, uh, but I understand the feeling of like, you know, it must be difficult for an artist like that who's built a career off of, you know, I don't want to make him, you know, I don't want to, you know, you know, diminishes, diminishes any of his mental health issues, but more of a sadder, more of a, yeah. you know, you know, angrier, you know, type of feel to the majority of his music. And if that's what you're known for, if all of a sudden things are going great, like he's making money now, he's more mainstream now, things aren't quite as tight for him anymore, he's having a baby, like, you know, like things are starting to kind of go up for him right now. I can understand why it's like, is anyone even going to listen to me? Cause I'm not sad right now. Like if right. I release a song, that's me just rapping and having a, and having fun. Does anyone even give a shit? You know, I, right. I can definitely, I can definitely, um, um, uh, and not to mention if you try and force it, you try and force out a sad song, it sounds fake. It's not right. like, like, like even if everyone else goes, Oh yeah, see, there he is, his back. You feel empty. Cause you know, like I didn't, I don't even feel that way right now. Like, right. like now I'm catering, you know? So yeah, I can, I can definitely understand where that, um, uh, where that comes from for sure yeah it's a uh, um um uh i guess i'm that i'm uh the, the next section i wanted to get into a little bit is um i want to go into a little bit about um uh where i've taken my rap career then i want to ask you ask you a couple more questions but um uh i know with me personally i i i, I wanted to explain the story a little bit earlier i had taken a break um a couple years off from rapping this was back after I want to say it was 2018 and then 2019 I came back to it. So it was like it maybe like late 2017 and then 2019 I came back to it cuz it it was uh, I'm I'm uh, in the middle of summer my dad had a wedding um and um uh he wanted me to rap um uh for you know during the during the reception he wasn't going to tell his wife. <laughs> so I so I wrote out this whole rap you know, practiced it, practiced it, practiced it, practiced it. Had the whole thing down and performing in front of my co-host, Melissa. She liked it. Every, everything seemed pretty good. And I, I hadn't written a song in a while before then, but I still felt pretty good. Like, I'm like, all right, cool, we're, we're feeling good. And I get up to the front, and I completely forgot the entire song. And oh, there was, no. like, probably 200 people just, maybe, maybe not quite that much, like 100, 100 people-ish, just kind of chilling in the reception and I'm standing up there and I have no idea what the song was. It's completely gone. And I'm, and, and it gets, it, it, it gets more cringy. Trust me. Then I asked for my notebook so I could just read off the notebook and I still couldn't hit it. I was still like, I was losing my place. I couldn't even read my own writing. Like it was, oh, no. it was, it, it was, it was, bad but what i did is i basically i i, I kind of had an improv speech it so i just kind of took a notebook i threw the notebook and just gave an impromptu speech well that didn't fucking work but this is what i'm trying to say and i just <laughs> and i just said a speech to my parents and it saved it because it, it was like my, my dad could be later it was like I, I won't lie to you i was starting to kind of huddle back a little bit but then, <laughs> but then you came back with a speech and i'm like oh okay he's back <laughs> so it will but um after that happened 
that was the first time, well, not the first time I performed, but every time I had performed before that, I fucked it up somehow. And, and looking back on it, it was just because I didn't practice nearly enough. But I didn't have a good memory of an actually good performance. Every performance I had had a fuck ton of problems. And so I kind of, in my head, I'm like, I can record music a little bit. I'm decent at writing. I'm decent at delivery, but I can't perform. This just might not be the thing for me, you know? And so I kind of like, you know, you know, at the time I was just getting into acting and I was like, I'm just going to, I'm just going to go into film. Film is where I see a higher ceiling. I still do in terms of a career, but, um, um, I gave up music for a while and I said, you know, music will always be there, but for right now, it's just, it's just, I got nothing for it. And then, um, uh, I went to, um, uh, UWM and they had a talent show. And you had to you had to audition just to get into the talent show. They only chose ten people, and then it was a competition to see who were the top three, get a certain prize or whatever. And um, uh, I actually intentionally skipped work the day of the audition, hoping I could get out of it. But then they just made me redo it the next day. <laughs> <laughs> so I so it didn't quite work out for me. But I wrote I wrote a whole song. I the, um, um, uh, um, people on my team told me. You said you could rap, and I'm like, yeah, you know, you know, I used to. You should write a song for the talent show. And I thought about it, and I thought about it, and I'm like, you know, it's been a year and a half, been two years, like, maybe I could write a song. Let's just try and write. Like, if it doesn't sound good, then I won't do it. Yeah. Wrote a song, and I loved it, and I loved the idea that I took. At some point, I'm actually going to record it. Um, I'm, uh, I actually just, um, I'm, uh, uh, the song was written on an old phone of mine, so I lost the lyrics. But I oh, just, no. I just found a video. Uh, of me performing it, oh, so perfect. I can so I can get the lyrics back. And I'm like, oh, thank God, I found a video. So I'm gonna I'm gonna try and get all the lyrics and re-record it because I can only remember word for word the first verse. I can't remember the second one. Um, I'm uh, but um, uh, um, I spent once I had finally auditioned for it. Um, I got in. I got I got into the talent show. I was the only rapper to be chosen, which I could not believe. No one else like there's like eight thousand people that work there. I'm like no one else can rap. Like, <laughs> I can't be the only guy. This is not a good representation <laughs> of the of, of of the rap community. But I'm like, all right, cool. I got chosen. Uh, um, they walk up to my desk with like, with like a gold ticket and a gold balloon. Like you got in, and you know, you know a bunch of other people got in. Someone from my team even got in for singing, and so you know. We, we both were super excited and I just and I get home and I just could not stop practicing and I'm like I am not going to fuck up on that stage I can I, I work here I work with these people <laughs> they're never gonna let it go if I fuck it up like I, I have to my dad let it go I can't let this shit go if I mess it up at work all, all and I had a whole group of guys that I was really close with from my team they, they all were coming like I, they never would have let it would let me hear the end of it and um, um, I remember at the end of it they came to me and they told me we did not expect anything. Like, like we were hyping you up. Don't get me wrong, but <laughs> but in, in private conversation, we were like, I really hope he's not bullshitting us, and he can actually rap. Because if he can't, this is gonna look real bad. <laughs> and um um uh like like I I I was um I had called my stepdad in the auditorium. I like like um uh, um dur like during the actual performances, I I was I was in I was in the back. And I was calling him, just going, "Dad, I cannot fuck this up, man. Like, you know, like, 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 if I fuck this up, I'm, I'm never gonna pick up the pen again. I'm done. Um, I'm, um, but uh, I'm, I'm giving it one last shot. And he's, and you know, basically, basically just told me, like, you know, you know, you know, just go out there, you know, the song, and just, and just and for, forget anybody else out there. This was the biggest crowd, also, by the way, that I would have ever performed in front of. There was at least 300, 400 people. Wow. It was it was by far the biggest crowd, and they had no idea what was coming. This song was was um, I'll give you I'll give you guys a little bit of a basis of what the song was about. Um, uh, when I was rapping originally, I back then I was a hardcore Christian, so I didn't swear into my raps. I had a few Christian songs, and I was I was the nice rapper. I was not only the nice guy in person; I was a nice rapper. That was just kind of what that was the persona I took on. Okay. The older I've gotten, I you know I told myself when I quit the first time, if I ever came back, I was going to be harsher, I was going to be edgier, and I wasn't going to apologize for nothing. I was going to I was going to swear if I wanted to. Mm -hmm. I, I was going to say whatever the fuck I wanted to. I didn't care, and um, I couldn't swear at my work unfortunately, but I could say a couple things that were at the very least you know grittier, you know mm -hmm. a little bit more, you know, and 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 so um, um uh, I I kind of created the alter. The alter ego, I guess, of me. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, who I named Edge. I'm a, my name. I was obviously EJ, 
EJE edge, just a little bit of a play on, you know, like, you know, this is the, this is the riskier side of me. Okay. I like and, that. And, and so, um, mind you, the people that performed before me were this couple, like really happy, lovey <laughs> song, like they're jumping all around and dancing, you know, and then I come out and my intro is very, very dark and it's just me talking. There's no one on the stage right now. I'm in the back just talking out the intro. And, and, and it's a conversation that I'm having with my ulterior uh, personality. Yeah. And, you know, where I'm where normal me is like, no, I'm not ta- I'm not touching the mic anymore. You take it. And so Edge then comes and performs a song. I have like a hood over my face. So no one even could see my face originally, you know, and I just come out with this dark, intense, you know, just just very, very, you know, I. I like to scream. I mean, I have a loud voice as this, so screaming just kind of happens a lot. But um, 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 I like to add growls, and I like to add just like you know, um, um, uh, um, uh, moments of the song where it's kind of softer, and then it builds, 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 and then now you're screaming, not screamo, but you're you're yelling, you're loud, you're intense. Yeah. And I like that kind of style. Um, um, uh, and so um, uh, performed the song, didn't mess up on a single word, and. <laughs> you could I, I could just look into the crowd and you could just see like even the judges' faces who were a little bit more lit up than everybody else was. Dude, you the faces were priceless. Just like looking at all the like I, I couldn't look at it for too long because it was freaking me out. But um uh, I'm, I'm uh just seeing everybody clearly having no idea that this face was gonna come out full arm of tattoos. I had a tank top of course on as well. <laughs> a, a tank top hoodie. Okay. Uh, and um um just no one had a fucking clue that was gonna come. And I was the first one out of everyone who performed to get a 10, which was like, I don't even care what happens. I'm good. I got a 10. I'm, I'm <laughs> right. solid. Like, I think I, I think I got fourth place, which I which I, out of like 12, I think I was I was fucking awesome. Really good, yeah. Hell yeah, I'll take it. But because that happened now in my head, I'm like, in my head, I knew. Now I can't give it up now. Now I got to <laughs> like shit. Like I never should have performed because now that I perform and now that it went well, now I have a memory of, see, I can perform. I just need to practice more. But yeah. once I, but once I, once I did that and now I have a good memory to kind of base it off of, it's like shit. Music's going to be in it forever now. You know, at that point I had to accept it. Like I may, like I may never get anywhere with music career wise, but eventually I came to the realization that I was talking about earlier of it doesn't matter. You know, like it's in, and, and I, I didn't know that a few years ago. I, I I didn't understand that as much as I do now, you know. But um um uh it's 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 just um um it's very interesting just to look back at uh you know, like like you said with yours, my career is nowhere near, you know, I don't got all these insane stories of all these places I've traveled to and all these venues I performed at. That's not my music career. My music career is more kind of, you know, it seems to be somewhat similar with yours, where it's more of a um, it's more of like it's a conversation with yourself. It's more of like you're doing it for you. You're you're talking out loud, but to no one in particular. Yeah. You're just kind of you're just expressing, you know. And that's kind of how I see my career at the moment and how I look at my music. I don't look at it as a hobby or a full fledged career. I just look at it as it's just it's it's mine. You know, it's what I like to do. And you know, wherever it if it ever leads somewhere, awesome. If it yeah. doesn't, I don't care. You know. Right. And and it took a few years for me to finally accept that. You know, um, um, uh, I want to go into a couple of um, uh, a couple other things with you a little bit. We're gonna kind of steer off a little bit of the a little bit of the music path and go into a little bit more of your interests, and then we'll wrap up the show. But um, um, I mentioned earlier that 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 um, uh, you help me out with my diet. You are very very big into um into physical fitness and 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 you know personal health. Um, um, uh, um, just kind of go into a little bit about what made you uh. What made you so interested in in um uh, I guess fo- I I guess the physical health aspect of uh of other people like what made you want to what made you interested in training other people like I know you're Spartan certified how do you what what made you wanna wanna do that? Um, my uh, first boss at the gym named Brian he um so like I was young age obviously you just want to put muscle on and look yeah. better you know get swole I get it yeah yeah <laughs> simple story there but um so then I got to the point where I was working out this was in Holly and um I was going to snap fitness in Holly five six seven days a week you know and I mean as I'm eating breakfast I was like I'm the type of person that like it there's a switch for me and when I flip that switch I'm a hundred percent in Okay. I don't, I don't like 
dabble with anything. You got a game mode. I either do everything or I just like don't do it. That's that's how I am. Like 100% okay. or 0%. So anyway, I'm like, okay, now I'm into health and fitness. I guess this is where I'm at. And uh, I mean, I'm always reading fitness articles. I'm talking, you know, supplements. I just wanted this like deep understanding of how to get myself there as quick as possible. And anyway, so I just started working out a bunch. So Brian, he was the manager of the gym at the time. And um, he actually ended up buying the gym. And uh, he came up to me one day. He's like, hey, uh, real quick, like, I just bought this gym. I need a personal trainer. You're in here all the time. You clearly know what you're doing. Like, if you want, um, you could take my study book. And if you want to, go get certified, and I'll hire you. So I was like, all right, well. So I took the book home, and I, like, thumbed through it. I'm like, well, this is, this is actually what I did. So I looked. It was $300 for me to take this test to get certified. Okay. And um, I looked at it. I'm like, okay, well, my gym membership's $35 a month. And if I get hired, I get a free membership. Okay. So if I train and don't even make money for 10 months, certification's paid for. That's a good way to look at it. That's, that's literally <laughs> what went through my head. I mean, at the time, I was working three other jobs, and I had a, an apartment with my buddy. And okay. I was going to school full-time. Like, I was busy. That one. And I was actually, so, like, I was in school to be, uh, I was getting my, or actually just graduated with my associate of science. I was about to, I don't know. And I planned on transferring to um, OU to be an engineer. And uh, my uncle was just like, hey, this is like a safe bet. I'm like, cool. Like, I'm good at math. Why not? Not a desk person. Like, that is not where I belong. <laughs> you don't seem like a desk person. That's no. very interesting to hear. That, I mean, I mean, I mean, I mean, you know, there are some people who would say the same thing about me just because I never, I never sit down. So, yeah. like, when people hear that I used to work a desk job for over a year and a half, they're like, what? Really? Like, yeah. you, you sat, you, you sat still for like, well, you know, I did my best. <laughs> but yeah. Yeah. No, it's, it's, that was never a, that's never a career that I've ever, ever thought, oh, yeah, I'm going to be working here for 40 years. Right. Like, it's, I've never, no. I got to move. I got, I, yeah. I got to see something different every day. Yeah. And I, I feel like I'm the same way. So when he, when he introduced it to me, I was like, I don't even know you could do this for like money. Like, <laughs> like you know, it can, but you, like actual like you, real money you don't it? know it. So anyway, I got certified and um, I was just eating it up. I was like, shoot, I'm already reading this stuff every morning anyway. So I um, got certified and, you know, like after that, he goes, hey, you're doing really good. I just bought the Linden Gym, too, because I need you to manage and train over there. So I went over there, full-time manager, personal trainer. And, I mean, I was, you know, not to toot my own horn, but I was doing pretty good over there. Yeah. He was happy with it. And I was like, whoa, this is cool. And, like, prior to all this, you know, kind of I think what really pushed me into fitness was martial arts. Just seeing, like, being able to, like, push your body and improve and, you know, just the discipline. How experienced are you with martial arts? I didn't even know that you were uh, – Oh, uh, uh uh, other you did that. Yeah, so I have my black belt in Tung Sudo. Oh, so you're so you're decent. <laughs> yeah, my hate got a little bit of experience. I've dabbled. You know? Yeah, I just dabbled. <laughs> no, I mean, I was, I was, I really like the competition. I, I really like the, uh, the discipline on myself though. Um, oh yeah. Um, that was like what really stood out. But I think it really, we do competitions. We go as a school, and our school would always do really well. Very cool. I'm, I'm a my older brother. He has a, I'm, I'm, I'm a, I think he's got. God, he's gonna kill me if I get this belt color wrong. I'm sorry, Brendan, in advance, but I'm, 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 uh, I, I want to say he's the blue belt in um, 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 uh, Island Jiu Jitsu. Okay. And um, I'm, 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 I, he has a gym up in the Muskegon area uh, that he goes to. I actually just went to one of his actual, like, his competitions a couple years ago. It's, it, it, it was something that I did that, you know, obviously I'd like, you know, I had watched a little bit of UFC before then, but that's more fighting. That's not, yeah. you know, you know, you know, you know, you know, t- um, uh, Jiu-jitsu is one aspect of, 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 of UFC. If you watch UFC, um, uh, it's more the ground game. Obviously, mm-hmm. you, you're not wearing gloves and throwing punches. You know, you're grappling on the ground. Right. And um, uh, my brother is definitely a heavyweight, or at least on, on on the heavier weight side. And so, anyone that was bigger than him, he was kind of forced to take on. And there was a guy that was like probably six foot. My brother's maybe five foot ten, five foot eleven, maybe maybe six foot on a good on a on a good day. Um, um, uh, the, this guy was at least six foot five, six foot six, two eighty, two ninety, just big. Not like jacked, but just big. Right. You know, just just not not an easy guy. If he's on top of you, not an easy guy to get off of you, especially when you're forty pounds, fifty pounds lighter than he is. Yeah. Um, 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 um uh, but um, um, I think he medaled. He he fought in four tournaments and he medaled in all four. He had like two silvers, one gold, and one bronze. But it was just really, really cool, just, just, just to kind of, you know, like you, know, you know, at first I, I never had any interest in that kind of a thing, watching it or anything. But, w- but like I said, watching the discipline, watching just all like how you have to plan everything out, you know, so, sometimes three, four moves ahead, you know, you, you know, and 
this little move that you made where you put an arm underneath here may have looked insignificant, but in about 30 seconds, it's a, you know, it's about to lead to something else. You know, it's yeah. about to lead to an arm bar. It's about to lead to a knee bar, you know, and, 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 and that just, it fascinated me so much. Then, you know, once I met Kurt and he's like, I like UFC. And I'm just like, yeah, I could get into that a little bit. Sure. You know, I, you, you know, I went to an event with him here and there at, you know, Buffalo Wild Wings back when that was packed full of people and you couldn't hear any of the commentary you just saw fighting um i'm um uh and you know then eventually i just fell in love with the sport but i'm um, um, never tried it personally myself but i'm um, um uh i just love all of the all the strategy behind it and just looking at people's feet looking at their you know you, you know the body language the eye movement you know there's so much at the watch for you know boxing is very similar too but you got one thing you're looking at you're looking at well i guess two things the feet and the hands you know, those are the two things you're, you know, you know, you watch for. We're not obviously watching for them to kick you, just yeah. to see where their feet are planted. Martial arts, you, everything is fair game. <laughs> Every aspect of the body could come at you: a knee, an elbow, anything. Anything could become flying at you um, any second. And I just love the the unpredictableness of it. That might not be a word, but I don't know. Um, um uh, <laughs> just just all all the different, um, excuse me. Uh, strategic aspects of martial arts was always very fascinating to me. That's crazy that you're, uh, that you're a black belt. And what you said, I'm, I'm a... Tung Sudo Mudaquan. So what exactly... This is going to sound really high school, but what is that? <laughs> <laughs> uh, so the easy way is... Um, it's actually the same style as Chuck Norris. Oh, okay. Well, s- 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 I found that out. Definitely don't piss you off then. Got yeah, it. Right? <laughs> Got a good uh, roundhouse kick, you know? That's pretty cool. That's pretty but sweet. Okay. What, what I really liked about it... What, um, <laughs> Tung Sudo Mudaquan, it's it's a discipline. It's like a military brotherhood. That's what the Mudaquan stands for, and it's um it's this like South Korean Chinese hybrid. And this school, they the federation that they were under, they kept all the tradition that they could in there. So it's like four four and a half years average time to get your black belt. Yeah. Once you hit your red belt, it's about your halfway mark. It's about two years in. When you hit that mark. The instructor gave you the class in Korean. You talked in Korean. You counted in Korean. He gave out orders in Korean. And Interesting. I loved it. I mean, it was just this whole other element that's lost, I think. Everyone's like, oh, let's self-defense and fight. And it's like, no, it's just this. There's a love to it. Yeah. The There's tra- an art to the it. The tradition really was so cool. And, you know, I, I just really liked having that's that. Cool. It was really important for me, I guess, in that period of my time or my life. And um, so anyway, yeah, I ended up working out like after I got into martial arts, I was like, okay. "Oh, cool!" Like so you I had a little move. bit, a little bit of a physical foundation. Yeah, it was kind of yeah. like the movement and that that discipline. I was like, "Wait a sec, what if I got stronger and more muscular and yeah. blah blah?" And that's just kind of when it. Okay, very together. nice, very cool. Um, um, uh, you know, and then like I said, you know, eventually it led us to both meeting at Grit. Yeah. Um, 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 uh, did you start working at Grit right when it opened, or yeah. did you? Okay, that's what I thought. Um, um, uh, I know. I started going there. It was less than a month after you guys had opened because I know you got. I, I want to say Grit opened in December, and I started January first of yeah. of uh, um of that um of that next year. Um, it's it it is um. Now I I was we we were explaining on I believe it was the first episode just a little bit about the gym and just like how it's how, how different it is compared to other gyms you know and just the way you're the way you're treated by Kurt is just so much different the way you're talked oh, to man. the way you're you yeah. know everything. Um, you know, he just makes you feel like you're, you know, you're, once you're here, you're part of the gym and, and it's, um, 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 I'd imagine it's very similar when you're in, um, um, any kind of martial arts field, when you're with your class and you're learning together for sometimes years at a time, depending on who stays in the groups and, you know, like, you know, you know, if, you know, um, 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 you and all that, um, I'm, uh, I can imagine that it's something similar where you're with, you know, I would assume probably you had the same, what do they call them? Um, 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 uh, leaders or, or, or masters or whatever, or other black belts probably yeah. you know you're, you're probably being taught by the same guy same couple of guys mm-hmm. for years until you get up to a level where you know like you said you're not a black belt that is that 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 is um i feel like it uh, i'm 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 a kurt took a similar approach with with grit where he just like you know you know you're gonna see me all the time i'm the owner but you're not i'm not i'm, I'm not absent owner you're gonna right. see me you know I'm, I'm gonna be in there every single day even though he works two other freaking jobs and um um uh you know, I'm. It's it's. He, you you don't sense that he's not passionate, despite the fact that he's doing all these other things. I just, you know, I find that just very very, um, infectious. 
and um, uh, very, you know, I'd, heartwarming sounds a little weird, but just very, like, you walk in and you just, you know, you smile. Like, oh, this is nice. You know, like, yeah. you know I'm happy to be here again. You know, I'm, I'm, um, uh, obviously with the shutdown, it made, it made things a little bit more interesting. Right. Um, 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 you know, and, but it's, it's, um, uh, I don't know. I, I, I just um, I like I, I like that family, you know, aspect of anywhere, whether it's a gym place I work or or just how I like to live my life. I don't like the corporate. You're a number yeah. life, you know, like you know, my grandpa did it where, you know, you know, he, he if, if Ford was one of his first jobs and he never left. He was there for 50, 60 years. That just doesn't feel that to me just doesn't feel like it's fulfilling. I don't want to just be another guy in an assembly line. And, and, and this goes for any job, not, you know, not just factory workers, you know, and, and no disrespect to that. You know, it's, it's a perfectly fine um, 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 uh, profession. It just to me, that doesn't fulfill me. That doesn't fulfill um, the, you know, you know, you know, you know, the plans I have for things. It doesn't fulfill the I'm trying to think of the words, the um, uh, the holes that I want to fill in my own soul and my own timeline of my life you know it, it's it's you know i don't want to wake up in 30 40 years and go i didn't do anything like you know all, all i did was slave away you know majority of my life towards one or two different locations you know and i understand that's how a lot of us are raised with you you you're raised to your you know you turn 18 you graduate high school you go to college you graduate college you get a job you get married you have a family you know and 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 you know you know Women, I know, you know, can sometimes be raised with a different type of traditional um, 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 uh, mentality of you're just around just to be the wife, which I also think is it, it just it's just wrong. Um, 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 you know, like you like we had talked about before, everyone's got their own form of expression. And, and, and I feel like so many people like my grandpa and like other people um, who live that kind of life never have the chance to have that expression and never have the chance to like 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 it's almost like they're. Um, they'd rather conform than, um, than I guess showcase that a little bit. But I also feel like that that also isn't always their fault. It's, you know, it's kind of the way the times were back then, but, but people even today will still act around the same way that, you know, it's, it's with, with all these different outlets and all these different freedoms that we have in today's world, it's so much easier. I mean, look at this, you know, right. you know, you know, you know, you buy a computer and a couple of microphones, you you know, you, you know, I put my phone up there and boom, you got a podcast, you know, like it doesn't take a lot to, you know, do something, you know, yeah. and I think, and I think that well, I'm a, one thing that I think a lot of people could learn is breaking apart from that conformity and that feeling of, um, I have to satisfy everyone, mm-hmm. you know, and just, and just satisfying themselves, you know, tying back to a little bit of what we talked about earlier with our music. You know, no one, no one else in, in the grand scheme of things matters. Our opinion does not matter. It, right. <laughs> it's, it, it is, um, um, uh, um, it's, 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 uh, what matters, at least to me, you know, and, and, and this could be a whole other episode of what I do. What does life really mean? You know, I'm not trying to answer that question in the next, you know, four or five minutes, but, um, um, uh, one aspect of what I feel like, um, 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 uh, brings meaning to your life is, doing the things that people don't expect from you doing the things that, and, and, and maybe because they expect nothing and, and or maybe it's because they expect everything, you know, doing things that, you know, that, 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 um, um, uh, satisfy your own, your own self-worth and your own, um, your own life goals and less about, well, this per well, my mom wants me, you know, my mom wants me to get married, you know, well, I need to, I need to do this because I was, you know, I need to, you you know, to go to college because I, you know, that's what I was told my whole, like, you know, I'm not, you know, I'm, 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 I'm not someone who went to a university. I went to a, you know, a film trade school. Um, and, you know, I went to the military before that didn't have a typical schooling, normal public school when I was younger. Um, but I didn't need any more, uh, formal, formal, I guess I call it formal education after being in high school. I knew from there that, um, that style of learning is just not the style that I, I knew I wasn't going to thrive in. You know, the military was a good try, but that didn't quite work out the way I expected it to. But the, the trade school I went to was when I realized, oh, there is a different way to teach people. Yeah. You know, you know, I'm, 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 uh, for those who don't know or haven't been to Motion Picture Institute, the class was four, thir- 12 people, 13 people. And I think throughout the year, like three people dropped out. So it went down to like 11 people. 
um, a month, something like that. Um, 10, 10 people. It, it was something around those lines. And there was so much more one-on-one training. There wasn't no bullshit. There wasn't no fluff. It was, this is, this is how you do it. This is, you know, you know, you know, I'm, I'm a, these are some tips on how to get it done. It's up to you to get it done. You know, like act, you can't learn acting from a book. You have to do it. And I felt like, you know, once I, w- once I had seen that there's a different way to educate people, I never went back to that old way. I realized at that point, like, you don't, ha- like, like, that was one of the first things, like, you don't have to conform. Just because it sounds like the right thing to do doesn't necessarily mean it is for that specific person, you know? So that's, you know, that's why I feel like that, like, when it comes to your life, do shit that people don't necessarily expect from you, you know? Um, 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 uh, you know, doing things that make you happy and doing things that um um you know I'm sounding a little a little a little bit like a sap here, but um I'm um uh doing things that's that that um um you feel give your life meaning. That's what's important. It doesn't you know you know and um 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 uh maybe for some people that is working at one job for forty years and if that's the case, all power to you. That's just not me. Right. I think like uh there's some like Chinese diagram or some shit like that and it talks about like what you're good at what you're bad at what you're passionate about and what you're not passionate about and like you know someone like you and me like we need to find something we're passionate about to like full feel fulfilled but something and then being good at something gives you the income to go do what you're passionate about whether it's yeah hunting or that's true camping that's true or something so that's you know what, like that's the way to look at it too. i used to think it's like man everyone needs to do what they're passionate about but that'd be a pretty Not successful yeah, that's fair that's society fair. right but like yeah there's people that are okay like my dad he um i remember like guitar center they used to do these drum offs he used to take me my sister all the time seriously this was like the coolest thing they would just line up these drummers they come and just like shred and my dad he would like listen sometimes he'd join in he's an engineer my dad's an engineer yeah, you talk know, about and, an engineer that's, that's cool. creative. Like that's true. That's, he can't even talk to people. So like, he <laughs> he was cool. You, you know, five days a week, eight hour days, come home and just play music. Like, that income allowed him to express himself like outside of work, and he was like that's fulfilled true. in that sense. So I was like, I respect that. Okay. Yeah, and and that's when I came in. You know, with the whole you know some, you know for every, everybody it's different for every mm-hmm. for every, you know you know but that's why it's like that's why I don't believe when everyone's been given the same advice of you have to go to college, you have to do this, you have to, you know, whatever advice you get. Most of us were given very similar advice, especially if you went to public school. Yep. You were all given the same advice. Yep. And, you know, like you mentioned with that example, that that doesn't always work for everybody. Some people are like, yeah, okay, you know, I'll, I'll go, you know, I have to go to university because I want to be an engineer, mm-hmm. you know, but I still have other passions like, like drumming or whatever. Um, he didn't let that go. And that's something, like you said, you know, I, yeah. I can also respect that. And, and, and it's, um, I'm a, you know, sometimes you're right. Sometimes you have to give up a little bit of your time to maybe get a little bit of an income in before you can start funding your own passions, you know, whatever that passion, you know, you know, you know it could be bird watching. Maybe you want a really nice pair of binoculars are expensive. Yeah. You, know, you, you never know. You know, there's, I've seen some crazy ones out there. Or are you, even if you're a photographer, you want to talk about expensive cameras dude holy i mean i'm filming with my phone for a reason yeah like, <laughs> it's it's a um 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 uh you know like there's like you know there's a, um um sometimes passions aren't passions aren't 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 always necessarily free but it's um to me it's just it's it's don't do what i did when i let go of music because i didn't feel like i was good at it you know that's that's kind of you know like you know just be, you know just because you're you know, you're not good at painting doesn't mean you shouldn't ever paint. You know, just because you're not necessarily, you know, Vincent Van Gogh doesn't mean that you're not, right. you know, good in your own right at it. You know, not everybody can be Vincent Van Gogh. Not everybody can be Michael Jordan. Not yeah. everybody can be any. You know, and it's and, and it's uh, um um uh, I, I I know I had lost sight of that a couple years back. I've, I've since found that now. Um uh, but um you know, but I, but I also don't look at it as. You know, I have to put out music now. Now that I performed, well, sh- well, now I have to be a musician now. You know, it's it's still on. You know, I would say the back burner, but it's definitely you know, or I guess if it is, the heat's on. You know, mm-hmm. it's not turned off and you know, you know, and growing mold or anything. You know, it's uh, um um uh, it's it's some of that like you know, you, you know, like I said, will always be there. And I'm sure for you, you know, you feel the same way wherever it may take you, whether it does or whether it doesn't. Um, uh, but it's not something that I feel like. 
I'm I'm obligated to now do. Like I stop caring about well, what if someone you know wants to? What if people are like wondering? Oh well, he's not serious about music because he's not putting everything out every once in a. I stop caring about that. You yeah. know, and um 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 uh, you know, and and with certain hobbies like your dad with him just drumming, he's not necessarily looking to you know make make a whole career out of it. He's got a career. You know, it's just something that you know he loves to do. He likes to join in us. You know, you know some of his buddies and you know. That's that's kind of where I see my music and where I believe it'll probably stay, and and I've since accepted that, you know, and and that's something that um um uh, you know, I'm I'm glad that I've seen now, you know. And to say something on that, so my dad, going back to him, um, he he said this is my hobby. So he had his group, you know, they're jamming and they go to bars or whatever. And then uh, one guy's like, hey, look, I think we can uh, book some things where we make money and, you know, we'll just have to learn a couple covers. And my dad's like, I got into this to write songs with you guys. I'm not interested in writing other people's songs or playing other yeah. people's songs. They're like, oh, no, we just have to do a couple. And he's like, I'm, I don't want this to turn yeah. into income. So he left. He's like, this is, I, I, I don't want to learn other people's music. Yeah. And I don't want to get paid for this. This is for fun. Yeah, and they turned it into something that he didn't want to, and he left. And I was like, respect that. Yeah, Ab- so absolutely, pretty cool. You stick to your guns a little bit. I yeah. get that absolutely. Um, um, I think with that, I think we're gonna wrap up here. We we yeah. got about a we got about an hour and five minutes. I always you know I you know I, I joke about this at the end of at the end of almost every episode. We always say forty five minutes to an hour, and it always goes over an hour. <laughs> but if I say an hour and a half, then we're gonna want to get to an hour and a half. But you know, so it's like it's yeah. it's hard to stop always at exactly an hour. Sorry, my cat's gonna come into the. Is to come to the frame. Say hi, Merlin. Thank you for thank you for waiting till we wrapped up the show <laughs> to jump onto the table. Um, but with that, you guys like the whole spiel. You know the whole thing. Like, subscribe, share with your friends. All of our socials are linked. Um, um, uh, we're very excited to be able to get Ryan onto the show. It was the first time he's been on the show. I don't think you were on the first season. I don't think you were able to do that. No. So, but I'm um, 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 I'm glad I was able to get you on for this yeah. season. Oh yeah. Uh, we're very excited about the direction of where the season's gonna take. I think we had a really good conversation. It went to a whole bunch of different directions. Yeah. And um, uh, you know, I think I think it was a good um, I think it was pretty good. You got any final thoughts for the uh, for the, all the fans out there, the the three people that watch this show? Well, <laughs> that are I mean, here now at the very end. <laughs> if you want to check out my stuff. I'll probably be releasing that song I was just talking about. It's called SOS. Um, just look for. You I'll know, put deep. his link to um, um, uh, his Spotify in the in the description or wherever you're watching this. It'll be linked somewhere. You'll find his Spotify link. So, but yeah, uh, just, <laughs> I appreciate you. Having Absolutely. Me on the show. Thank you. Thank you, Merlin. Thank you so much. I, I'm telling you, he's going to be the star of the show. Just, just, just him showing up. No one's going to give a shit about my face or anyone else's face. It's just going to be him. Yep. Where's the cat? Yeah. Those, those are the only comments I'm going to get. But all right, guys. With that, we will see you in two weeks. Peace.